Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us on Twitter at Ivy Podcast. Oh, no. Shh. Ivy Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, Ivy Pod. Uh, our email is mail at ivypod.com. We have a, you know, we got a website. We got other stuff. Let's just go. Yep. Ready. Here we go. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. Hi, Jess. Hey, Clayton. This is what happens. This is what happens. See, we're doing a late night recording. Yes. Could get loopy, everybody. Yeah. You know, it's all something for the people out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been a little while. We've we had to get this cranked out. There's been so many things going on lately. We had to get a show together. But uh, so we had to pull together. I couldn't do it last night. See, we'd normally record on Sunday nights, mm-hmm. and uh, it just wasn't happening for me. I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't force it. Didn't want to, because the, the the warm weather is making uh, it harder, well, especially Sundays. So we normally record everybody on Sundays. I think we've talked about that before. Um, and now with the warm weather, it's uh, pretty exhausting. <laughs> I don't know about you, Clayton, but yeah, I mean. I, I because I work uh, I work part time in the pool biz. It is exhausting because people are making my job my part time job a little harder. <laughs> to be completely honest, yeah, busier than I've ever seen it, and I think it has everything to do with the weather. So that or, or my other hope is that the uh, people are starting to spend more money, uh, discretionary income. You know what I mean? So maybe more yeah, people well, are Yeah, that's out. a good thing. Yeah, maybe more people are starting to feel comfortable and actually going out and spending that extra cash and on their pools. So I, uh, I hate the hot weather, and then again, I kind of like it. So it hasn't been very humid lately. So we've had that going. No, for it's us. been hot, but it hasn't been that like August stifling. Like you walk out the door and you immediately feel like you should head right back in and take a shower. <laughs> it's not that bad. Or you could like no, cut it not. with a knife where you're like, oh God. No. Yeah. It's been I did tweet though on the, or not tweet. I don't do it lately. I haven't been doing many Facebook posts, but I did do one tonight because I I've got some AC units going on in the windows in the bedrooms at my house mm-hmm. for sleeping. And I was in one of the rooms that had the AC unit going. I exit the room. And enter like the main part of the house where like all the windows are open just because we got fresh air flowing through. But uh, with the humidity uh, combined with either some local factory maybe or it could be just the fact that I live, you know, right next to a field, uh, cropland, you know, there's a bean field, although I think it is the factory. When I walked into the hall, I just got the uh, huge stench of fart smell in the air. Isn't isn't that from... What's that place in the north end of Peru? James, James Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. They say it's not from them, but it is. It drifts, <laughs> yeah. it drifts as far over. It, you can smell it sometimes in Ottawa, and I'm not making that up. 
and I don't care. Wow. They've had people complain about it, and they say that it's not them, but that's bullcrap, and it is, I, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, well, it was quite, you know, I didn't notice it so much when I was in the house until I went into a room that had the AC going, and then I went back out of the AC, and then it was very noticeable. It was like, oh, yeah, that stinks, mm-hmm. but... What are you it's better do? than that that rotten fish smell, I guess they get sometimes. I, w- I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. But hey, that's part of summer, I guess. If you if you get the wind out of the north or whatever, you get it in Peru. Right, and that's why I mean most of the time the wind's going to be out of the west or even southwest or south. And you know sometimes I don't know I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's coming from. You blame them. I'm with mm-hmm. you. So, so we got a show to do here. Here, what are we even doing? What, what, what is this thing? It's a random group. I think before too long, we're actually going to do a, a themed episode, some edgy more state of one topic. But we we didn't this time again. Well, it was so we we've been on such a long break. It was I was just happy to get a show going. Sure, sure. Like we kind of had a lot of random ideas. We've kind of added to the dock over the past. Well, it's been getting oh, three weeks or four weeks or whatever. I don't know. It's been a while. but uh, So we're just going to kind of hammer through some of those ideas and a couple shout-outs that we're going to send out to some people, some things we've been doing around the area. Follow-up. What else we got? We're going to fo- follow-up follow up on the shooting range. Maybe we have, uh, I don't know, we have some stuff. On- Which I hope you did some research on that because I didn't. I just wrote it down because. I've been reading, so I, I'm, I, I'll I'm be able to talk about it. Um, you read. You're, you're a I've, well, I've read the articles and been following the, the Twitter feeds and whatnot on it. The frack sand, there's a couple stories about that uh, in the sand mines in the area. And just some other local... little preview for something we thought we might do tonight, but it's not going to happen. Right. So. Well, something in maybe a future episode, yeah. ideally, <laughs> if we can set it up. Uh, that, one, that one will be interesting. But where do you want to kick this off at? Uh, eh, eh. I don't know. Should we jump into the gamers, or yeah, should yeah, we jump into my one. little? No, let's do. That. Yeah, that's a fun topic. Okay, so after our last podcast, we got some really great feedback from the Illinois Valley Gaming Society in Peru. Got some good dialogue going back and forth with them on Facebook. You know, we t- we joked on the last podcast about how they had the donate button. From the looks of it, they took it down. I'm checking out their site right now because they were, I don't know if they just weren't sure about it or I'm with them. I mean, that kind of stuff makes me nervous. So I think they're just playing it safe. So I think that's a good idea. Uh, We're probably all, we're probably fine because we've, you know, we could play whatever music we want. We could, we could do all the licensed (laughs) material and ask for money from anybody and no one's going to care, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to for now until we take over the world. I didn't mean to pretend like I actually knew that you couldn't do that. I just, my inkling was such, so I apologize, guys. <laughs> but now that I look at their um, their pod, their their website, they gave us a nice shout out on it. So thanks, guys. Yeah. But uh, what we were gonna say is, they suggested right after that podcast, they they suggested that we talk about some stuff on our next podcast. So we will be happy to do that because we're always looking for show topics. So let me see here. I gotta find this. Um, I already talked to you about it, and then I just clicked my web browser away, so I I lost it. Okay, so uh, Garrett from the uh, Gaming Society had gave us um, some feedback 
about a guy or a kid. I don't know how old he is. He looks pretty young from the videos that are online. Uh, Mason Lang uh, from Tonica, Illinois. He played in the Magic the Gathering, a pro qualifier tournament up in Madison, Wisconsin, and he won the whole damn thing. And there's some really cool stuff online about this. So we wanted to talk about it briefly. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, we, so you saw you saw some of those videos. I don't know about you, but I was completely oblivious to this stuff. Being, I mean, I knew about the games, but I didn't know there was such a cool uh, production effort online. I thought this was so cool because it, it reminded me of like, you know, the, the Texas Hold'em poker stuff you see on TV where they've got it. The, the the cameras, the overhead cameras showing the, the guys their hands and stuff like that. They got the same thing for this online. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Right. It's a well it's a really popular game and it has kind of a niche following, so we're oblivious to it because we're not we're not into it, but it's still pretty neat. You know, I, I had no idea that they did it either. And if you watch the thing, you're like, Well, it's good production value. It's not like it was just thrown together. You can tell there's Obviously, people will actually go and watch this. So, he what? What did he win? He won like a the Midwest regional or something like that. You know, I don't know how it breaks down. I was looking at that for a while, trying to figure out how this, um, how all these tournaments, uh, and hopefully we'll probably get some follow up, and I hope we do because we can post some stuff about it. But it I, um, looks like they do events all over the place. The, I'm sorry, but I'm. Totally unprepared. I'm sorry. It's, I, uh, the, they uh, squared off in the Madison Finals. So right. He obviously played out of state, so he must be of some ilk, you know. But either way, he went out of state and won a game, and good for him. Yeah, and it's um, you go online and you we I'll post the video of like his victory interview probably this week just to show everybody what's out there. They got this SCG Live that's got all these really cool videos of in-play video. You know, and, and it's fun to watch, even though I have no idea what, what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still, it looks really cool. It looks like fun. I want to do a little research on this. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, gamers. I am, we're totally stupid when it comes to this. So, <laughs> um, speaking of that, they sent... It, he was uh, the, uh, he won... Was a first place finish at the StarCityGames.com standard open tournament in Madison, Wisconsin. So for what? A, yeah. So that that's pretty pretty neat. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Star City Games is the one that's doing all these videos that are online. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Illinois Valley Gaming Society. Uh, we we're sorry we're butchering this, but uh, we're doing our best. So, but it's funny because they did actually ask me because they're thinking about doing their own podcasts. So I was going to try to get them some info. We do it we do it pretty do much in the uh the least expensive way possible as far as we know. If anybody knows how to do it cheaper, I mean, let us know, I guess, but we really do. We do it in a way that's pretty inexpensive and and it seems to hold up sound-wise, you know, you know what I mean? That's the main thing. I mean, I I never do blog entries, but that's I was going to use this as an opportunity to do a blog entry and just explain how we do our show because we've learned a lot doing it. And I would say, number one thing, it starts out with a halfway decent USB headset. Mm-hmm. 
You don't even need a halfway decent one. You just need a USB headset. Something that's where it all starts. Something digital. Digital works. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. So once again, Mason Lang from Tonica. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that works, man. Hey, we we're we're reaching out. It's it I, I just appreciate that this wasn't in the paper or anything. I don't know whether it should have been or not, I don't know, but this is why we like to get people interacting with us so we hear about cool stuff like this otherwise you it might fly under the radar and it's interesting enough and most you know it's kind of stuff that people probably are interested in or at least to a certain degree at least someone coming coming out of the illinois valley that goes out and does something and actually wins which is cool yeah hell yeah i'd want to know about this yeah it's exactly right we we have no way of knowing about this so we will post it we'll do our part so, uh, thanks again. We'll move on before we butcher anything else. Um, sure. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get some, hopefully, some nice critical re- feedback from them. Right, right. So, uh, thanks. <laughs> Nick and Garrett from the Gaming Society, they'll, they'll give us some feedback, I hope. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, and they had also some stuff. They had mentioned a local kung fu teacher. Just so they know, we're not putting that off. I'm actually would like to put that on the back burner because I think that would be a darn good show someday for us is to do a kind of a collection and talk about all the different martial arts places around the area because they're not really the most advertised thing. You just kind of not, you kind of got to know where they are. Oh, that's true. So I think that would be a great episode. So we're going to hold, hold off on that one for now. And we can do a little bit of, work on it and actually learn a little bit about all the different places right on right on and with that we should take a break already already so we're gonna do that that was okay hang on we should oop what no Okay, we're back. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. This is rough. Yeah. I didn't know we were already coming up on a break time. Hey, one little thing. I heard I heard you went camping and you came unplugged, but I wanted to mention one thing. So we that our last episode, you changed the introduction music. Did you get any feedback on it? Uh, no. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm old-fashioned, but I think I like the old theme song a little better. I'm, not, I... I'm just, just saying. I, I just it had a there was a ring to it that I really enjoyed. Well, here's the thing. Here's there's a, there's a reason behind it. Okay. okay, so the guy who wrote and plays the song, our theme song for thirty plus episodes, is a guy named Sexton Ming. Mm-hmm. Now he's from England or some yeah he's a he's a British dude, and so I've been I've reached this point now where I'm. And I'm doing this slowly, but I'm trying to reach out to people that I've used their music mm-hmm. uh, just because I think even though the music we use on our show is from the 
free music archive. It's all Creative Commons stuff. Is that, so, what's the web? Uh, you can actually anybody can go to that, right? It's yeah, 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 yeah. So like, if you go to our site, we link all of their. You click on the songs we use, and it'll take you directly to right. the free mu- music archive. You, you actually set it up so a person go, hey, I, I like that little ditty that he played in in the first break of episode, you know, twenty seven. You actually make it so right. they can actually go and find it. Correct. Yeah, so, they just yeah, exactly. So they go to our who, site. Who's never used our site? You can do that, and that's actually really neat. And we we do only use music that isn't licensed, or at least is available to us, and we don't have to worry about someone coming and saying, "Oh, you use that, and you're not allowed to." Because right, that's. I mean, even though we're not making money off this thing, and we're still trying to you know keep things square or whatever. So, but th- you know that all being said, I I still. I've been trying to reach out to some people, and I figured I wanted to get in, in contact with him, especially since we've used his song so many times. Uh, so I've sent him emails, I've sent him Facebook messages, and I just can't get him to respond. Now, from his website, it looks like he's, you know, on the road just, you know, playing music a lot. Mm-hmm. So it could be very well that he's just busy, but uh, I tried to get a hold of him, and I couldn't, and it just was bugging me. So I was like, oh, maybe he's, like, doesn't want to us to use the music right, right. and he just doesn't know how to say it and i'm just overthinking the situation right. so i decided just to change it up on the last show no, you know, so. that's cool the, interesting actually but you know what's funny is if you actually listen to that whole song that first that part that you cu- cut up and use as our intro is the best part of that song because it actually sort of ruins it if you listen to the whole thing because the guy can't can't if, if i remember right he doesn't really sing too well uh you're you're correct okay. Yes, it's a great riff or whatever, and a great, you know, like I'm like I dig it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and then you hear the rest of it, and you're like, yeah, he sucks, kind of, but that part's awesome. So maybe he's more of a, I maybe you have to listen to like a whole album or see him live or something to really appreciate it. But yeah, I <laughs> yeah, Sexton Ming, everybody, if you're interested, check it out. Yeah, and 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 we're talking about this and the sh- the music that. Everybody's going to hear, I don't know, we might use something new this week. We might not. I don't know. But I have actually, speaking of music, since you brought it up, we've gotten contact with several I see musicians. That. Yeah. So there's a few people who are going to let us use their music. Uh, I'm going to try to work it into this this week's show. I'm sorry I can't preview it. And, and for, just because of that, I might not do it this show because I want to be able to talk about it before we play it. So maybe we'll do that on the next one. Okay. But yeah, we've been we've been getting some some people who are cool with it. So more to come on that. Yeah, maybe you can tack something on the end of an episode or something as a preview, and then yeah, yeah, I can do that. That's an idea. That's, that's a doable. That's we, doable. We could have discussed so, this before the show or after, but you know, in the, in the middle is good too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? So. <laughs> oh, what, what? What? Oh, you were you were bringing up my uh, camping trip. Yeah. So really quick. I just I had to I had to talk about this because okay so the both of us are are Twitter people you know we talk about Twitter all the time I think uh, a lot of our people who listen to the show are Twitter users and so for that we are very happy because down with Facebook right uh, well, they they just like their Twitter. stock man <laughs> yeah that's right oh man uh I whatever so yeah Twitter is awesome love Twitter use Twitter all the time and when you start to get into the, start to really get into Twitter and you start following a lot of people, it can be 
slightly addictive because you're always checking it and seeing what's going on. It could be news-related stuff. It could be somebody you're interested in. Uh, there's and especially like if you if you follow the people that we follow uh, with the Ivy Podcast. There's so many local newspaper reporters and photographers and everything. They're always chiming in something that's going on, and there's always stuff going on. You really get wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I went. Yeah, I took the family. We went to Jellystone near Amboy there for the for camping at the Jellystone. It's the Yogi Bear themed camp campground, which is I guess that would technically be uh, in the Illinois Valley. So there's a plug right there for them if you want to go camping, some family fun camping. Go out to Jellystone there. So anyway, I, I, I pretty much unplugged for the weekend. I, I had my phone because I use it as a clock. But other than that, I really didn't use it at all. And it was weird because when I came back, I was like, didn't want, I felt so unplugged and so, I don't, I wouldn't say relieved, but just, I don't know how to describe it. I, it was, I wouldn't say it's like a sense of freedom, but it was almost hard to get back into Twitter and or any social media for that matter, just because I was so unplugged, I, I saw it as like, I don't know how to like a like a moving highway, and I was like trying to jump back on it. I know what you like mean. This, like you know, it's hard to explain, but it's like yeah, it's like if you visualize like this super fast highway with cars moving so fast, and like I had to jump back in, and 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 it's just hard to do that sometimes when you completely unplug from it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's kind of neat to do though once in a while. I do recommend once in a while if you have a chance, if you like camping, or if you have a reason to unplug from the web and electrical means of communication, give it a shot. It's probably good for you. Mm-hmm. That's my little rant for the moment. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> I well, well put. I, I don't think, I think a lot of people realize that it's healthy to kind of go off the grid for a couple of days every once again. I know I always yeah. feel that, especially if I go down to like where my dad's at now, I'll go down to the cabin and I literally have to turn the phone off because it's, it's doing too much to, the battery will die in a couple hours anyway, usually. So sure. you just turn it off and, yeah, you know. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah and just forget about it for a 24-hour period. And everything's, you know what, when you turn it back on, everything's okay, you know. <laughs> everything's still there. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. And who cares if you miss some tweets? I follow way too many people anyway to keep up with everything. So I tried it. There's days where I'll I'll check, like, every tweet for a 24-hour period, and then I'll just fall off and, you know, whatever just lose track and and that's okay too so uh that you, you might just miss that one tweet that was like the groundbreaking tweet ever legendary you missed it if it's that good you'll see it again soon especially <laughs> if you if you follow like huffington post where they they they'll retweet their own stuff like on a 24-hour cycle or you know send out the same tweet i guess yeah i know so, i know i don't know i do that i follow yeah. like all the uh oh my omg fact ones you know I don't know if you've seen those, but they always have like random factoids, and they they retweet the same stuff for like. Th- Is that where the uh, the contact solution case thing came no, from? No, that was all. Or my was own. that your own? That was all my that own. That was all doing. you. Yeah. I, nice. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, for those of you guys who don't don't see my stuff, I, I have I had a theory a couple weeks ago that if you use the contact case that comes with the contact solution for free, it's it's a deeper and or or it holds more volume than a typical case that you might get from your eye doctor and you know and 
that you think, great, I got a free case. But if you fill that baby up, you're going to go through your solution twice as fast than if you use a case that, you know, doesn't, isn't as deep, doesn't have the volume. So I, I put that, that it's a conspiracy theory from the uh, contact solution manufacturer to give you that free case. They actually make their money back and then some for that, you know, four cent case. Makes sense to me. No, I love it. I thought that was a great tweet. I think I think it was right on the money. But uh, then again, I no longer buy those brands that give you the free one anymore. So right, well, ah, screw that. I was inspired (laughs) because I went to the eye doctor and I got to looking at the free one. I had had to take my contacts out while I was there, and and I looked at that case that he gave me, and I'm thinking, well, that sucker isn't nearly as deep as the one that, and and surely it works the same way. It prevents stuff from getting in there, and I can't, you know, you cover it up, and you can, you know, you know, your contacts don't fall out. And then I came home, and I, I opened a new box of solution, and I looked at that other case, and I was like, golly gee, look at this, you know, it's this thing's <laughs> like a, a half inch thick, and that's you know. Come on, no, it doesn't need to be that thick. The, the lens is only, uh, you know, an eighth of an inch thick, and you know they're really sticking it to you. So you don't have to fill it up. You've all got the eighth way. of an. You've got eighth of an inch thick contacts. I don't know, not the actual lens. It's from the width of the the You're apex. Blind, man. I am blind. I, mean, I truly am, almost no, legally, no, if no, I don't have blind. my contacts in. But yeah, so I, it was just something I thought about. That's why I tweeted it, and it, I, I hope it came out well <clears throat> i was hoping it would you know go viral and then i'd be famous but that didn't, <laughs> that didn't happen <laughs> so, so you never know right right speaking of viral hits uh ride this little wave we got going here uh i had to retweet uh for facebook reshared the it's serious fun video oh right i saw that it's, that's great did you see how many hits they've got it's like seventy thousand or close to that's awesome mm-hmm. That is absolutely awesome. And I think there were some comments from them on there, like, oh, I don't know why people are still watching this. It's like, well, you guys aren't coming out with anything new. So I think yeah. they've pretty much disbanded and have kind of gone off and done their own thing, which are for those of you guys that don't know, uh, you can look on our Facebook page or Twitter timeline and you'll find it. It's the um, Fish Sticks and yeah, Milk. Yeah, Fish Sticks and Milk. Uh, it was kind of a crew of kids from the Ottawa area that wrote a music video. I don't think they're completely. Right. I don't think they're completely disbanded because okay. I've seen posts every once in a while where they're trying to raise money for scholarships. So oh, okay. They're still doing some stuff, uh, but they're not kicking out awesome music anymore, right. it seems like, lately. Right. Right. Yeah. You never know. They... I listened. I watched that video at work today, and it is it is still serious fun. Yeah. It's a fun it's a, it's a good one. It's awesome. It sums up it, the, it up. sums it up in a really fun way, in that it pokes fun at the area, but in a weird way, sort of honors it. In a, yeah. In so, if you haven't seen it, go go on the web and look up Ottawa Serious Fun, and you'll you'll really enjoy it. So, uh, well, hey, since how we're, I don't know if you want to save this for the end, but we might as well since we're hitting on all the Twitter, Facebook stuff. Do you want to do our uh, retweet of the week? So we- let's 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 come right back to it. Okay, let's let's take a quick break okay. and then let's do sure. it. I left my home in the Georgia I needed to work. I didn't care what kind. Starts when the whistle blows. 
So we're back, everybody. And and what what did you just preview there, Clayton? What would you like to do again? Our retweet of the week. If you could throw an echo on that, that'd be cool. I will. So that's why I've had to make sure you said it again. <laughs> yes, here we go. This is it. The big moment. Our new segment. I'm so excited. Right. Well, yeah. I you had we have three of them that I thought were relevant, right? We have to pick a winner, by the way. Do we? Yeah. Okay. We have to pick one. Well, what do you think it should be? Well, let's let's do it here. Uh well, you know, eh, eh. I think I know what we I have to pick. pick this I, I think we're going to both be on the same page. Okay, then I'll go with whatever you say. Take it, take it away. I totally got clocked in the head by a huge Asian carp on the Illinois River. Kind of hurt. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that a good one? It works for me. I, I, was that what you? Were, I, I just thought that, that was my. No, that I, I, I agree. That was the one I picked. Okay, too good. So that's from at Windy City Esquire Nick Robleski. Yes, and he's from the area, and he, I'm yes, pretty he sure is. he lives in the Windy City now. I'm guessing by his twitter handle and he has a website uh windycityesquire.com so yeah he's our, our our retweet of the week uh and i and i hope that story is true and if it is that's awesome and i'd really like to talk to him about it yeah he's got a site yeah we should he's he's um he's got his own site he's working hard uh what's he doing up he there finance stuff investing and stuff estate planning mm-hmm. attorney it's got a nice video right on his main page. With it's kind of funny because, as he says at the beginning of the video, if you watch any of it, he says something like, "I am not an actor." Uh, so this, you know, he he warns everybody ahead of time that this is not going to be pretty. But he does a good. He's job. a lawyer, and I didn't know. Oh, that's awesome! You, you and I wonder he, his maybe his spread like his uh, office and that maybe he's doing it all himself. It kind of looks like he is. So go him. Yeah. So yeah, he is. He is. Definitely the retweeter of the week. We just, I started following him. So we now follow him. So you can find him on our, you know, if you just go to see who we're following, you'll find him. So, yeah, so totally got clocked in the head by a huge Asian carp on the Illinois River. Kind of hurt. Yeah. Right. And, that's awesome. And just to shout out for him, and, you know, if anybody needs some estate planning help, there's a attorney. He's He's out of Chicago, but he's from the area. You know, if offering wills, powers of attorney, tax minimiz- minimization advice, um, and, and any other trusts or anything else, you know, if you need a will, you know, talk to him. He's now. Wait a second. I, now he's up there, though. Yeah. Now the rates are going to be kind of kicked up a little bit, don't you think? I don't. But you're getting that. You're getting that big city attorney. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. No. You never know. He. He, he probably could do. He probably will come down on a Saturday and help you out. Do it for cash. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right, but that's so well, we that, had a couple honorable mentions too. For oh right, right. Uh, what was the Bobby Big Wheel one? I don't have. I don't I see what that, what is that. Um. So yeah, go ahead. And read um. It off. Pete Rose is on Twitter because Johnny Bench bet him that it'd be fun. <laughs> you know anybody who knows Pete Rose, baseball player? He was banned from baseball for gambling. I thought it was hilarious. Um, you told me it earlier, and I thought it was funny. You read it again. I still think it's funny. right. It's his his name is um, at Bobby Big Wheel, just like it's spelled, just like you think. And he's he has a. It seems like he's probably one of these um, Twitter people who's 
I don't know. He's not famous other than being on Twitter. He's got like 5,000 followers. Uh, he has, wow. a, he has a, um, yeah, I, I just think he's a funny guy who, who built up a following because he tweets funny stuff. So yeah, he's, he's worth, he's worth following if you're not, if you don't, you know, if you're looking for new entertaining folks to follow, he's, he's always got some good quips that are entertaining. And we had one more. What was that one, John? That one was from at NT Putnam County. Um, who is that? Mind blank here. I should have probably wrote that down. Uh, well, the tweet was went to Hennepin Hopper Lakes today to take a picture. No one was there. People don't know what they're missing. It's a beautiful place. That's it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was appropriate since we we have talked about the Hopper Lakes and on our last show we talked about it. You know, we kind of brought it back up again. So I thought that was appropriate. Sure. Well, she, her name's Shannon, and she has her picture on there. So she's um, just a local News Tribune reporter who covers Putnam County. So if you're looking for someone, if you're from the area and you're looking at that. Might be worth a follow. We'll we'll give her a plug this week on the old tweeter. Darn right, we will. So, yeah, people don't know it yet, but this is going to be a big deal if you get if you get on this list. <laughs> That's right, it will. Darn right. Hey, we've we got some good feedback. Well, actually, the the winner from the last show uh, gave us no feedback whatsoever. So, who who was that? He's on the crap list. Uh, who was it? Uh, penalty. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe he, maybe he's just on. Yeah, maybe he thinks we're jerks. I don't know. I, I you know what? And I, I, I <laughs> he's maybe thinks we're being sarcastic. Right. No. I and and uh, this is. Um, I, I kind of want to recant. I think on the last one, I, I was hard on um, like how they do the TT underscore Ottawa or whatever times with their names or whatever. Yeah. I, it actually does make sense that, that that they do it that way, and so I know a lot of the newspapers do it that way. So uh, I, I kind of feel bad. I had it explained to me in a way which made me feel like I was just being a jerk. So yeah, I know, but still, right? It, it still doesn't make. Okay, I'm with you. I I support your original comments. I, I just think you. I don't know. There there could be just the TT part. I didn't understand just because it's. The times. Can't you just do times underscore? Uh, I'm being too picky. So, so yeah, and oh, and we'll do one more uh, Twitter drop. We mentioned her last time because she was honorably mentioned. Cindy Kirchhoff, who gave us some nice feedback she, after we. She did. Yeah, she gave us some nice feedback on Twitter. Uh, it's kind of funny because she, she she's constantly posting these wellness tips. So I I say to Amanda, my wife, I'm always saying, oh, I, my, my wellness coach tells me that I should uh, eat more lemons with my water or have a lemon mm-hmm. because it's good for me or, or I should go barefoot because that's good for me. It, that's what my wellness coach told me to do. <laughs> right. you know? and I keep telling, I keep saying that to her. She's like, what are you Who's this wellness about? coach? Yeah, you, Wendy, what do you mean? You, you, need, to listen, you need to listen to the, uh, listen to the <laughs> show, woman. <laughs> yeah exactly she does give it so, she really does give good advice and and it's not even it's nothing spect you know nothing like out of this world like but just minor life changes can make a, a big difference and and i think that's yeah. kind of what she's gearing for and i kind of got to applaud her because we know and i don't know if we ever did and you correct me if i'm wrong but i don't know if we ever did do a health episode on LaSalle county 
Ah, uh, no, we're due to do one. We did say we mentioned it. Yeah, but. we because there is uh, enough stats to where we could probably and we could probably actually tie it in, which this is a nice transition for us. Uh, tie it into our interview. We're, we're potentially trying to set up an interview with someone that I know from Ottawa, who has some uh, alternative ideas on how you prepare food, and what you eat and your diet and the different things that make you healthy and what doesn't make you healthy. And we might be able to tie it all into one happy, cool episode with a nice interview in it. So I'm thinking maybe that could be in line. So you definitely, um, she, she kind of falls in with what this, a lot of, well, she's uh, definitely more um, doable ideas where this guy does things that um, most folks probably won't do. But I, work with a guy now who's uh <clears throat> I might as well get into it who believe, Go for who, it, yeah. who's uh into cultured foods or um fermenting different things like he he makes his own cultured or or fermented orange juice which is a, a, a kind of a weird thing but it's a lacto fermentation kind of using like a yogurt thing and so when he opens his little bottle of yogurt it actually kind of sounds like a pop can you know with the <laughs> so and it's bubbly kind of like a soda would be so uh and he does this with he doesn't do it mean, it's not just his orange juice it's like he does it with meat and he does it with uh, cabbage and cauliflower and it's like this this white juice <laughs> that and he just he'll like literally leave and in no way sounds appetizing no, whatsoever he'll like literally leave like a jar of like in, in, at work he'll leave a jar of stuff out that has meat in it that has dairy in it and he'll just leave it out all night like I'm not kidding. Like, and he just—I mean—he just eats the stuff. It sounds sounds really bad, and I'm not trying to like make him sound gross or anything. But like, he eats the stuff every no. day, and he doesn't get sick. So, I mean, he'll put ham in a thing, and it's room temperature, and it's bubbling, and it's not growing mold or anything, but it's bubbling. You know what I mean? It's there's there's action. There is stuff going on. You know what I mean? And he eats it. And it might he might leave it out for a day. You know, I mean, all I mean, leave it. The, it could be in the same container for three days at room temperature, and it, he doesn't get sick, and he just eats it all the time. So it's this really unique idea, and he's actually been in contact with the Foothills uh, Organic Store in Utica, and he he yeah. might start yeah. making and bottling his own uh, uh, lacto fermented. I'm pretty sure his orange juice is lacto fermented. There's different ways of fermentation, but uh, his basically his fermented cultured orange juice. He might start bottling it and selling it at the wow. at the organic store. Have you ever tasted any of this stuff? No. Do you want to? I'd try the OJ. The yeah, other, that's that's what I was the thinking other stuff, too. If it was just vegetables, I, I if he pulled out a piece of cauliflower, I, I might give it a go. The smell of it's a little off putting. He says that most people are on a. Um, their taste buds kind of fall on a um, like sweet and salty. His taste buds operate like on a sourness scale, like a bitter and sour sort of thing. Huh. So like he, Interesting. yeah. So it, I don't want to get too deep, and I, I, I 
I yes. really want to talk yes. to him and do a little more homework on it so we, we're not asking him dumb questions because we haven't really even had a chance to do it. But this this kind of um, preservation of your food is been around for ages. I mean, we're talking thousands of years. Um, in Korea, they, they, they make a, a, a cabbage called kimchi where they actually take like a clay pot, bury it in the ground for a year with their cabbage in it and some other juices and pull it out a year later. And they spice it and whatever, and then they eat it. It's literally like rancid cabbage, but it's not rancid. It's just full of bacteria, and any bad bacteria gets killed by the good bacteria, and then they eat it with every meal. And and you, if you have you ever had uh, like like coleslaw? Yeah, and that's kind of a basic introduction to it. It's like a vinegar, and that it, it's not that it's it's cultured or bacteria, but that's the basic like kind of the idea of what this what he's what he does do you know how it has a good coleslaw has a nice little bite to it yeah that's kind of what what he what this is cool and he's he said he's on the verge of uh starting to try to eat like um spoiled meat spoiled maybe not the best word but like rotten meat (laughs) (laughs) that's way better (laughs) right yeah that's way better but like i'm not kidding like he i mean and he's he is well read like he if you were to talk to him, he's it's not like he he's just pulling this out of thin air. Like pretty much anything that I've talked to him about, if I went and looked it up online, it, there's a foundation for it. There's a following to it. Like people believe in it, and and these are and are not like he's coming up with these things on his own. You know, these are all ideas and things that other people are doing, and and that's why he had the the people. He he goes to the foothills place, and they're like, oh man, you should you know we we'll sell your OJ for you, man. So apparently there there must be a demand for it. it. Must be something that he thinks he can sell. So very interesting. So that's perfect. No, uh, we we've got to have him on. That'll be great. And I think you're right. We got to wrap that up into uh, the health episode we want to do. Right. And it's a whole it's a whole like um it it's the it, it a lot of people probably don't realize it, but the the type of food that we eat is a lot different than it was 60 years ago, like pre World War Two. A lot of the food that they ate. Probably, maybe not our parents, but our parents' parents came within 40 or 50 miles of their home. You know, they canned their own food and they, they, you know, figured out ways to preserve their food. And they ate, you know, everything was local. You know what I mean? And And there wasn't obesity and there wasn't a lot of forms of cancer and there wasn't a lot of the problems that we're having now. There wasn't diet. And there wasn't any time. We have returned. Sorry for that little yeah. thing. I was I was on a roll there, and, and it probably needed to be cut off because I felt like I was ranting a bit. It's uh, okay. I, I basically was saying like, you know, maybe the food that we get fed to us isn't as good as it should be or could be, and we've sort of lost touch with our down home food. We're not getting the nutrients we need from the, a lot of the diets that people eat. So this kid, and, and he's not even a kid, he's our age, John. Also a very big Nintendo lover. Um, we had a wonderful conversation about the different games. He had the same experience of, of hopping on his bicycle and going to the local video store and renting games that we did. Oh, so yeah. We could probably bond. We could probably do a whole episode just on 
uh, waiting for a game to come back in. Or... Yeah, you jerk. You 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 lived right by the place. You lived right by Midwest Video. So by the time I got there on my video, you already had it picked over. I was used to that. Mm-hmm. Always had to get second fiddle on the Nintendo games. Right. We had to end up by had to end up renting like beach volleyball. Well, which was fun. What which was it was that? fun, but it was <laughs> it Zelda would be better. Right. It was no uh, Super Dodgeball. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that's our. Uh, hopefully, we could get an interview set up and and be able to kind of pick pick his brain and kind of get into how he got started on this. And I think it'll it'll probably go over well. Who knows? It might turn into like a a long episode or something. He he tells me, he said, I, I don't have a radio voice. He's like nervous about it. He says, I'm not like you. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? So apparently he thinks that I have a radio voice, but very, it's very, deep. I took it as a, took it as a compliment. Yeah, that's, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> I would you just I, warn him when he gets on here, it's going to be like, we're going to, we're, I'm going to be all over him. Right. I'm going to tell you that my, my, my co-host, uh, really thinks you're full of full of it so yeah yep. <laughs> you better you better bring your a game buddy <laughs> <laughs> better bring the answers that, to his questions right so well, moving on i guess moving on uh before we uh go too much further you know i i wish we had done a little bit more research on this but we didn't uh, but I want to bring it up because they've got an event coming up it's the ivrc flyers now, this is another Peru group, uh, so sorry to be Peru-centric. I don't know if we are, but well, we talked about Ottawa, so that's okay. Uh, so I, the Illinois Valley Radio Control Club, IVRC, uh, I'm just I'm reading this like verbatim off of their Facebook page, so sorry for not being original on this, but um, they were founded in 1960 to promote the building and flying of radio-controlled model aircraft. They are an AMA member of the Model Airplane Club in Peru. They're on... So if you're in Peru, you're up by the coals there, you head up north on 251 like you're heading towards Mendota, you will drive right by it. I've been driving by this place for about six, seven years now, driving to work because I work in Mendota, and they have grown significantly over the last five years. So, I, th- you know, and they've got a big event coming up here at the end of the month where everybody's welcome to come and see all the different planes. So, Oh, great event for kids. It is. I remember going when I was a kid. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, any any little kid would totally get a charge out of this. I think that, I think. Radio-controlled model airplanes are fun. Uh, I know my dad, He he got one one time and, he almost instantly broke it. Yeah, and, I can imagine that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if I got one, I'd want a really crappy one so I could crash that son of a gun and just get that out of the way. Yeah, I think the guys who are serious about this get past that first crash. If you can probably make it past your first couple crashes, you're you're serious about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, they've they've got a website. Uh, www.ivrcflyers.com got a nice website unfortunately i was looking for they they my only complaint is they need to add a about us tab where they they tell us all the things that i would read for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> cuz it's like a 
it's a good no honest actually it's a good site it's you can tell that these guys are very active and very it's functional yeah it's very functional they they they're very into what they're doing they they're they're constantly adding stuff here about what's going on and again like i said their big event coming up at the end of the month uh i want to say it's june 30th they've got I'll double check on that unless you see it first clayton i think hold on come on facebook Come on. I'm sorry. Sorry, buddy. Come on. Come on. Come on. June 30th at Flaherty, Flaherty Airport, IVRC Field, which, like I said, in between Peru and Mendota on 251, starting at 9 a.m. and going till question mark. What's that mean? Oh, I, I got don't know, John. It. I got it. I got it. It's the 11th annual. They've been doing this a while. That's cool. So I wish I, I don't have a lot more info because... Because they don't have an about us page, so <laughs> you were just gonna keep harping on that. <laughs> like, I'm gonna point out the negatives here. These guys don't have. Uh, no, that's funny. <laughs> they've they've got lots of stuff going on here. Check them out if you're into uh, radio controlled airplanes. Which every once in a while, I when I'm driving by, there'll be a guy flying one. And you'll see them zipping around. They are awesome because they can do stuff with those planes you can't do with a normal plane. Doing oh yeah, flippy yeah. things. Very cool. Sure. Yeah. Wanted to so, mention them. Neat. So what else did we have? We had. I know there was something I just saw that I wanted. Oh, the the the, the Buffalo shooting range. Let's do this one quick. And uh, we had been talking about it. I think the last couple episodes they had been shut down by the state. Because people on the canal, the the INM Canal Trail that goes between, well, basically LaSalle and Ottawa, and then actually goes all the way probably to what Joliet and beyond that maybe, um, <clears throat> has been shut down between Utica and Ottawa because of this shooting range. Uh, for safety purposes, uh, they thought that that some of the uh, ricochets or people could potentially get hit with some of the rounds or projectiles coming from the range they most of the shooting range has now been reopened the big plinking pit that they shoot into is not open yet but is hoping they're hoping to be able to reopen it after maybe some small modifications uh within a few weeks or months uh guessing based on how the state operates so it'll probably be by next year sometime but then that's a that's basically reading the article that they had on the times on um wow um april 30th that doesn't seem right no i think uh, that's about right oh, i think really? you got it there yeah it was a little while ago okay maybe we we missed it um we well we haven't done a show in like four weeks or... oh gosh okay i'm sorry guys but hopefully i haven't really seen anything new about it um if you see on uh the times paper of the website they have a picture of the guy standing in the plinking range, and there's like a hundred feet of rock and uh, stone and uh, backdrop for people to shoot into, and it it's, it's truly does seem impossible that someone could figure out a way to get a projectile on the other side of those rocks and hits. You know what I mean? But so I don't want to continue on this because I think we've talked about it the last couple times. But uh, you know, they've they've been open for 41 years without a without anybody getting shot on the other side of it. So I think it's probably safe. It's just a bureaucracy at its finest, sort of mucking up the works. But that's just my opinion. So, hey, whatever. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. So I, I did get a kick out of that 
that uh, topic. So um, it's just because it, it it truly does seem like it's just people getting in the way of interfering with someone's business. Oh, and just watching at least on Twitter, like week after week after week, it was just like it's been oh. delayed, it's been delayed, it's been delayed. Oh, come on! Sure, and it's just ridiculous. Um, and do you have? Is there anything? To add, uh, I know we have this little tidbit here on fracking. I, I didn't really. I think I read the article, well, and then after reading it, I was like, eh, "It's." Yeah, I don't know if we need to talk about it. I'm pretty sure, like, it's booming in Pennsylvania, but in Western Pennsylvania or Eastern Pennsylvania, but in New York State, they've, there's a moratorium on it, um, okay. meaning they're not doing any mining or or for oil. The the there's a the Marcella Shale deposit which is a natural gas deposit i believe um fracking is the process they use to go on the ground and extract the oil um <clears throat> and and it some say contaminates groundwater and can screw up uh the ecosystems or whatever and and, and sort of screw the people around there there's some health consequences for it so that that was the gist of it is, is this people are looking across the state border going like look at all them people over there making all kinds of money and then everybody in New York state's going like gee i wish we could do that <laughs> so that was the the basic and then the, the, for the lo- on a local on the local side of things where we get the sand that they used to do the fracking out east and out west they're a lot of the the new mines that are wanting to come in, the Mississippi Mine Company was hoping to be able to start mining um, sometime next year, um, has been delayed because people are kind of raising a stink and and um, uh, the permits are getting kind of held up a little bit. They're getting what they need to do, but then there's some they're trying to uh, make sure that everybody's happy with them. Some of the, the local people and are complaining and so they're having meetings and i don't know just uh just general stuff they've received approval from LaSalle county but still need some uh, uh, permits from the state so to the uh, mississippi sand mine uh or mississippi stand sand company president i believe he said his, his name is tony giordano good luck with that you're dealing with the state of illinois it's going to take a while yeah so. we found that out <laughs> yeah Good luck, buddy, Good and maybe luck. for the better. So you know, maybe we don't need any more of those folks. If you if you go on Route Six, when you get to the curves between Ottawa and Utica, if you look on those curves, there's people that have like the stop the mining signs. So there's a lot oh, of people okay. actually opposed to it. So, Interesting. <clears throat> not to be a hypocrite, I work for a mining company, but <laughs> maybe I don't know if we need any more competition. No. Oh, but right. it, it, it is a. It, this is one of those instances where maybe um, having some limitations on who can just come in and start digging into the ground and taking stuff and selling it is is good. Um, you want them to ha- make sure that they're doing it safely. They're not exposing people to any risk or or you know threat of being hurt by it. You know, and making sure that they're getting what they need from it. You know, we're not the so the residences of. Uh, LaSalle County aren't getting screwed, basically. Oh, kind of interesting when you when you look at the broad spectrum of it. It's like once this this stuff is gone for our purposes in our lifetime, um, it's gone. So you better you know handle it as a commodity because it is just that. So, but yeah, and then again, you get 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 at it while the getting's good. You know, strike while the iron is hot. This nest, this market might not be uh, around forever. So, yeah. 
we'll see how it all shakes out. But it looks like there's going to be more mining going on in LaSalle County in the future, more than already is going on. I would expect, yeah, definitely. All right, well, cool. What's that? What what else did we have to hit on? We have, well... The Camp House video, do you want to talk about that one? Oh, he's got the video for his his establishment there online. Uh, It went around the web a little bit. Uh, I don't have a link here for it. Uh, It was just a nice plug for his tattoo place. Uh, I don't have much to say because I didn't really... It was like a last-minute addition to the doc, so I apologize. Right. We can, we'll can we share it on Facebook. Sure. Yeah. Um, what's what's the name of the business? It's, is it Sunken Treasure or something? <laughs> Sorry. We suck. Yeah, we do suck. You put that in there, and then I was like, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Now I don't even know what it is. I thought it was Sunken Ship Tattoo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That sounds right. That's it. Yep, Sunken Ship Tattoo. Yeah, he's got a nice video out there. Uh, It's a promo. Let's see, who is it from? Before we run out of time. Oh, from the Tattoo Snob. So, TattooSnob.com has a nice video. Although I commented on Twitter that uh, Adam seems to be, you know, he got kind of gypped on video time. He's like only in like this, he's in the background in one little video, so... Oh, well. But uh, let's take a quick break uh, so we can finish this thing up. Uh, Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember our first touch? It happened accidentally. It really wasn't much to you. It was the highlight of my night. Do you remember when we shouted the verse And when the chorus came All of the dance moves I rehearsed Just blurred Into The same drunken flailing I'm failing, I'm falling My blood Is fucking up The dance floor Your sensible shoes Then move to the groove On the dance floor I've got a crush on you You have got a crush on the music I've got a crush on you You have got a crush on the music Hey We have, I know this isn't like a major thing to talk about, but uh, you had once upon a time, Clayton, you had mentioned about using Twitter to alert people about roadblocks and whether or not that's okay to do that. And similarly, I had just recently this happened to me. Uh, I was driving on 251 on my way to work. Someone flashed their lights at me. And so I assumed, okay, they're, maybe they're telling me to slow down. And in fact, that's exactly what they were doing. They flashed, they were just flashing everybody and saying, hey, there is a policeman who is stationed, hiding out, uh, checking people's speed. And I just thought it was really cool. Uh, and I was wondering, is it, 
do people still do this? Do you see a lot of this anymore? Or, um, I know this is... Yeah, the, the the that that is illegal. The, the, is the, it? Yeah, oh yeah. The the flashing of the headlight thing. I'm all, yeah. I shouldn't say it so confidently, but I'm almost sure it is. And I don't know if it's because then people know that there's a cop up ahead. But yeah, that that's this isn't a, a new thing. I mean, people have been doing this for a long time. But yeah, uh, it's especially when they're camped out in like a spot where like you're on the lookout where people frequently speed. Right. Well, I I mean I, I I've I'm pretty sure I've experienced this for for sure. Yeah, and I've seen this for as long as I've been driving, but I didn't know it was illegal. I, I, I you know, and it, maybe it's not. It, it, I think it is, and I think it's, it's even if you 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 if it's at night and you kind of give them the old high beam, click click, you know. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that is too. So interesting. Yeah, huh. and I don't know if it's nice. you know what. And this is this is kind of a semi related, but this is a story I've heard from a few people who travel on Interstate 80 at night, and this happened to my brother, and it happened to my boss Pete. Cops sometimes will sit in the median on Interstate 80, and right when you get right by them, they turn their spotlight on and blast you right in the face with it. Really? Yes. And uh, the only reason I, I bring this up is because I've heard it from two people that it's happened to, and it's it's like it, it scares the piss out of you because you just don't expect it, and that spotlight is bright, and they wait, and you're only like probably 40, 40 or 50 feet away from them, and that's not very far for one of them, you know, million candle powered, like, lights, and they just blast you right in the face. So, as far as I'm concerned, if someone's flashing their headlights, how the hell are the cops gonna know that you're doing it in the first place? So, you know, might as well warn the people anyway, and we were, this was kind of gonna go into a moral discussion, is this right or wrong, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Did, if they're gonna do that to people who are just innocently traveling on the highway at night, getting like literally just got off work, heading home, and just blasted right in the face with this, and then to me, it just does one of you know where your eyes are you're not used to it, and it makes you like jerk the wheel, <laughs> like like ah, what the heck? And I don't know what they why they do it. I don't know if they're looking for anything or what. But I've heard that a few times. I thought I'd share that story because I thought it was kind of related. So tit for tat or whatever. Yeah. If they get to do that, we get to flash our lights to warn people that they're there. Right, right. I'm cool with that. I know that I can say that every time that somebody's warned me with their flashing lights, I've slowed down and I see that there's a policeman there. Right. Makes me feel good. I'm like, yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. And most of the time, Thanks they probably for that. weren't going so fast that they... You know, no, right. But, you know, and a lot of the times it's in those areas where you might expect to see an officer or whatever. But, like, I think oftentimes, especially on Interstate 80, it's like you got to be going at least 80 miles an hour to get pulled over most of the time. Um, unless you're out of state. If you have out of state plates and you're, and you're tunneling through the Illinois Valley. If you're from, if you got California plates, good slow luck. Slow the buddy. hell down and stay, yeah. stay, the right, stay in the right lane. And if you have. You're going you got, down. Yeah, I don't know what I have no good advice for you. Just <laughs> take route six or something. I don't know, but they're looking for you. But yeah, it's interesting. Like I, when I heard the thing about them blasting you with that spotlight, it's like, how is that cool? Like that's just mean. Like you know what I mean? You've yeah, had a, like, like if you're especially if you've been driving at night, if you, or, or you've been standing outside for a while and someone takes a flashlight and puts it right in your eyes, you know that feeling, right? It's it, it's blinding. It's rude. 
<laughs> so oh i know i know if that happened to me I, i'd like immediately i'd go i could go from like being a calm and feeling pretty good to just pissed and like a heartbeat speaking of being pissed and on a completely different related topic but this is something i wanted to talk about really quick sure uh and i i'm glad you brought that up because i forgot about it so anybody out there totally different sorry redirect but uh if you're out hiking at starve rock or matheson park uh, it's really not cool to kick rocks down into the canyons or throw rocks down into the canyons. It's not cool. It's really not cool. Because there's people down there? Is that what you're getting? There are, yeah, there are people down in the canyons, and you might just hit them with a rock. Right. So just just you know, just letting everybody know, remember that when you just sort of accidentally kick that rock right. down the hill and out of your field of vision to see where it goes. So had an experience over the weekend, took the kids hiking. We got hit with the rock. It was uncool. I was pissed. Right. And that's that. Very well put, John. <laughs> yeah. If you can't see where that rock's going to land and if you're not clear, just, uh, <clears throat> don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. I concur. Hey, do we, <laughs> do we have time for, I, I heard this story on the radio right before I came in and I, I kind of got a kick out of it. I'm just because we're coming up on the Fourth of July, and this is when all the children, apparently, especially in Peru, uh, feel the need to walk the streets and swear. Did, yes, did we talked plenty of that. We, we talked about that, right? Yeah, one year ago, I think, uh, just about a year ago, we talked about okay. that. There's the town of uh, Middleborough, Massachusetts, is now going to fine people for using profanity in public. <laughs> it's a twenty nice. dollar fine, and apparently this this law has been on the books for quite a long time, but now they're enacting a fine for it. So foul mouthed children. This town is is um I think uh, I don't think it says in the article that I'm looking at, but is is you know from the 1600s is you know it has been was founded way 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 back when before the U.S. was you know the U.S. or whatever and and uh some people are opposed to it because of the uh uh civil civil liberties and whatnot um i, I kind of like man eh, i don't know if the government needs to come in and regulate it but i bet there's a lot of people in the illinois valley especially in peru when you hear an eighth grade chick or girl or boy or whatever dropping f-bombs every 40 seconds that you'd probably like to see them get hit with a 20 dollar ticket just so their parents know hey your kid's walking around and sounds like a sailor yeah yeah, no, I I think we've all experienced. Anybody who go, goes down to the Peru fireworks has experienced right. that. I don't know what As what it is about it that that week or that day causes like I basically the ages of like I'd say like twelve or thirteen through like I don't know maybe thirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't walk around and all hell breaks yeah, loose. We didn't walk around and swear, but I mean I remember walking down there open container, walking right by the cops. They didn't I mean they paid it no mind. Like, why are we gonna you know what are we gonna tell them to dump it out? Just yeah, carry on. Yeah, well, things, sir. things might be a little bit different this year. I think they're starting to crack down maybe a little bit on that, right? Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to shake out. I don't right. know. Right, and I, and that was one of the things. Like, I went to the Ottawa fireworks. I've gone the last couple of years, and then I've always gone to the Peru ones, and it's like uh, it's like night and day. 
Yeah. So and and I, and I I can appreciate both of them for what they are. So I'm not going to knock what they do in Peru. Obviously, because we had a big old debate last year about this. Not debate, but just discussion on it. Yep. We'll probably do it again after the fourth this year. Right. We'll we'll probably talk about it again. Right. So we'll save it for that. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was kind of a, a yeah, funny introduction into like. Hey, listen to this. So, and it's and basically it's a town hall meeting where the t- the citizens who show up to the meeting actually get to vote. So, so they they voted on it was like one sixty eight to fifty or something like that. Nice. Yeah. So they they were all against it, and and there was people who actually said like it's them kids. Yeah, I'm sure they did. There's something very appalling about seeing children i mean whether they're teenagers or not especially teenagers or you know eighth grade and up you know 13 14 years old swear like that especially in public it's 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 just uh it's like i don't know what it is but anyway and i remember what it was like to be that age i don't know if it's like you just don't know any better or you just like to pretend like you don't care so it's just bizarre and interesting i i don't know I've already, even as a parent, I've experienced it going to like the play, certain playgrounds I've gone to with the boys. And uh, sometimes there'll be a group of boys there who aren't that old mm-hmm. and they're just saying all sorts of crap. And I'm just, I try not to make a big deal about it because the boys don't really realize that they're, what they're saying but is bad. You're, so you're, just, you're the one listening, not them. And, yeah, and exactly. At all. It's not, they're not paying attention. They're more concerned with. You know, yeah, how hanging off go, the monkey yeah, bars, yeah. They can go on the swing, you know, and they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not hearing the f bombs getting dropped in the background, and, and the whole time they're going like these yeah. damn kids. Jesus, God, zip it up, man. <laughs> God, Did you, you, you talked your mother with that mouth, you know, like <laughs> these damn kids these days. <laughs> I try to a- ruin and everything. We try to avoid all that kind of stuff. I, I think that as, at best, we don't want to be old. So, yeah, we try not to be. I don't know. On that note, I don't know if there was anything else we needed to hit on. What do you think, John? Well, we oftentimes talk about like uh, Dreamwave or the Vixens at the beginning of the show. So really quick, I will mention that the Vixens are recruiting anybody out there who wants to become an Illinois Valley Vixen. They are recruiting. Uh, Dreamwave just had a couple, a big weekend uh, in the beginning of June here. So they had a... Uh, Celebrate LaSalle had an event. Well, they had a whole weekend event, Mm -hmm. which was really successful. I don't know if you got a chance to go to it, Clayton, but there was a ton of people there. It was really nice to see. They had, for once, they got good weather, so that was nice. Uh, And they had a Dreamwave event, which was was pretty good show. It was okay. Although, uh, as Nick from the uh, Gamer Society had commented, you know, he thought. Because I, I think I commented to him on Facebook about about the event, and he had said that it was a little bit boring. And my, although I didn't comment back to him on Facebook, I'm telling him right now, if you happen to be listening, Nick, you should have stayed because Christian Rose caused a lady to go into into labor. Really? So, yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. I, at the time, nobody knew what was going on. I only found out that a lady went into labor after the fact. Did, did but, they have to, like... They kind of had to help her out of there or whatever. Yes, they stopped the show and and just they took care of business. But <laughs> from where I was sitting, I couldn't see what was going on, so it was it was kind of weird. But uh, yeah, so but Dreamwave had a big event. They had that. Then they had uh, their usual Knights of Columbus event. They had uh, Shockwave, the robot, who I'm 
I heard through the web that was a very cool thing. It's like this uh, high-flying guy who came in, and uh, so yeah, that's a uh, go Dreamwave. Well, you uh, were doing another... that. I was at the uh, the wine fest, so. Oh right, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. it was too hot for wine. Uh, I drank. Did some... you have a wine slushy? I did. It was awesome. I did. I, cool. I got to sample it. If anybody ever wants to, it's the August Hill Winery um, in Utica. You can go and do a tasting, and then they they sell these slushies that are like white wine. They probably make a red wine one too, but it was awesome because it was pretty hot this weekend. We went Friday and add evening, so it was a little bit cooler. But it it uh it was too hot for like the kind of wine that I normally would drink. So. Uh, but there was a good turnout. They had tons of lobsters. I guess they sold, you know, uh, well over a thousand of them or something lobsters. And it seemed like the event really grew from last year. So it was really neat to see. Good. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Ooh, Very good. Man, I'm, well, I'm looking at this shockwave the robot thing. He's awesome. <laughs> he is. Pretty... Yeah, it is. Awesome. Sorry for if I seem distracted. It's because I'm looking at shockwave. That's uh, really yeah. neat. It's like a. It is a real robot, huh? Well, yeah, I, I, real. Once again, I'm doing the quotes okay. above my head that nobody can see. Okay, uh, he's a real. Yeah, but I, no, it looks like a real. Yeah, I got it. He. It looked like it, from everything I've heard on the web, it, it was a good show. Uh, and my man Christian Rose beat him, so made it even better. <laughs> that's really neat. Okay, cool. I, I think that's all I got, John. Okay, that's all I got too. So, um. I don't think we're leaving anything out. So ivypod.com is our website. At ivypodcast is our Twitter handle. ivypod is our Facebook handle. Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast on Google Plus. And mail at ivypod.com is our email. And don't forget to check us out on Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. Right? Stitcher Smart Radio. <gasps> you can download that app on on your Android or Apple phone, and you can find us on there. You can listen straight from your phone without downloading. It syncs. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. All right. It's late. I'm going yeah. to bed. Yeah, well, I, this is messing me up, man. I got to work in the morning. Okay. So. Yeah, me too. Okay. Eat so, a uh, popcorn and finish. Yeah. Oh, and sorry again to the gamers. I'm so sorry. We know nothing about uh, magic, but we did our best. We hope you can help us out with that. Yeah. We totally stumbled through, so yeah. Uh, yeah, we're sorry, but we we can appreciate it. It's cool. So it is awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so okay, we're out. See ya. Bye. Hang on. We should. Oop. What? But... No.